day. We are here for Captain's Run. It's a beautiful day on the North Coast. Uh, Woody, you've joined us. You're a year older. And Bez, you're here. Good to be here, Condo. Yeah, Happy we are. Happy birthday, James. Thanks, Aves. And, uh, and we've got Jared in downtown Brizzy. Nothing to talk about today, guys. Nothing. Yeah, no, there's nothing going on in the NRL. Uh, James, this, firstly... This will be a, a three-hour podcast this morning. Well, <laughs> we'll spend three hours talking about how James turned 40 yesterday. Did you have a nice day, James? Loved it. Yep. Really good. Uh, felt like I was... How could I describe it? I felt like I was a fishing net catching a lot of love. Wow. <laughs> wow. Can we put that on a meme somewhere? That is one of the all-time quotes. Mate, there's a lot of love. Oh, and I didn't... like. I don't, I don't know. It's just like a random birthday. It's not like a 30th or a 40th or anything like that. It's 40. Every, for our listeners, mate. it's 40. 37, 1986, but yeah, it was cool. And Barnsley's in a week. Yeah, me and Woody are the same vintage. Yeah. Yep. Penfolds Grange, 86 for, model. It's pretty good. Out. I haven't drunk red wine since the last time. Barossa Valley. Um, <laughs> uh, Barnsley, a lot happening in your camp. You're, uh, you've signed with the Wallabies. You're ready to go for into the World Cup? Yeah, well, I'm just in a, just a kicking sort of capacity in that role so i won't be going to the world cup at this stage i don't think um yep. i'll just be doing the camps so leading up to it all uh i don't know sort of what it all looks like yet i've only done the one camp with the boys and that was really good i thoroughly enjoyed that i am um, trying to bank my sleep now with uh with three weeks of eddie coming up so we'll see how we go <laughs> what what bez is it much different like getting becoming the kicking coach for the wallabies in, in rugby union versus um the knights is it is it a lot of is it pretty different how you how you teach the kicking or just no, tactically a pretty, little different yeah tactically different yeah yeah and oh, i had a lot, a lot to learn in rugby league again i've been out of the game sort of 15 years yeah. so i needed to get the nuances again of what uh i probably was a bit too optimistic on, on the kicks i thought i could bring to it and yeah. um, i just need to temper that a little bit but i've i've really enjoyed that with the knights i'll probably go down there once more i reckon and then i'll have to have a little break from there for a while but um no i've really enjoyed it and and look you know they went through a rough patch there. We're starting to turn a bit of a corner. Yeah. But to go back to your question, like rugby's obviously my wheelhouse and I've played it for a long time. So I kind of understand uh, what the – I think the thing – I suppose I don't – coaching-wise, I've got a lot to learn. But I suppose the, the thing I bring to it is I understand what a lot of the blokes are feeling. Yeah, mm. well, you've been in that. I yeah. feel like that's – for me, that's maybe – I never made the CT, but like, you know, qualifying, being the QS, grinding, I can kind of relate to it with the surfers that I coach, it'd be the same with you. It's yeah, probably more so because you played, you actually played for the top line for Wallabies and that. It must be well, it's, it's a good way like to communicate. Nine ticks out of ten, doesn't it? Well, like if, if you're going through the sort of checklist, like of people of, of what you what you bring to the table. Yeah, well, I'm not like there, there's better kicking coaches out there for sure in terms of technical stuff and probably how yeah. they you know yeah, that's but they've thing. probably but done I'm, it longer than you. Yeah, well, yeah, but look, I, yeah. I, Mate, I suppose, but I, but I know, but I understand obviously what worked for me. I understand what worked for others, and I'm not. And one thing I won't be doing is putting my what I did yeah. as the only freaking way you can yeah. do it because it's not. Yeah, I've seen vast like Johnny Wilkinson kicks differently to Chris Latham. He yeah. kicks differently to Dan Carter. Yeah, who kicks differently to me. So well, and everyone moves differently. It's yeah. like talking about the golf swing. Exactly. Can, mate. You, um, can you get down to the Dragons and help Lomax? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, funnily enough, I um I did a session at the Tars the other day with um. A couple of their young blokes, Ben Donaldson and Tane Edmund, and um, um, their their skills coach Shannon Fraser. He's a good fella. He actually does a bit of work down the Dragons too. So it was really interesting to chat to him on the uh, similar sort of role that we both do, where we're in rugby and rugby league. So um, yeah, I won't I won't get into the Dragon stuff with you, Condor. No, we we will talk about Dragons. So can, can I ask a question in just tactically? 
Union, is kicking, do you think, a slightly more or a fair bit more important, like, kicking-wise, tactically? Like, I guess, like, the, the yeah. fullback's kicking a bit more as well as... Yeah, the big, the big difference, play. I think, in rugby at the moment is everyone, every back needs to be able to kick. That's oh, crucial. Like, yeah, like, okay. like, last test the Wallabies played in Wales, every back kicked the ball. So, y- y- the guys that need to be able to do it is, is far more. It. And and look, the stat is still the same at the moment. The team who kicks the most at the World Cup usually wins. Wow, really? Is that right? Yeah, yeah. So, wow. Yeah, yes, that's a good one. Yeah, so it's important. But I think this year, I think we've never seen it so important as the kicking in each teams and how sides are going about it vastly differently in rugby league. So some teams, you know, like the the um, the dogs, they'll kick early a lot, you know, because they've got Burton who can drive the ball six, you know, 60 metres. Yeah. So they can't afford to not take that last tackle in each set to... Uh, to set themselves up, they to can get, get away with it early. Yeah. yeah, and then you know other teams are kicking early in the set in the twenty-two. You know, taking advantage of where the fullback sits on the short side and then yeah. rolling it through. And then others will shift it on the fourth and fifth tackle, off the third and fourth. Sorry, to get into better field position to to put up those contestables. So I think this year we've really seen the NRL take a step up in how they end their sets because I think that's um, you know, it's they it's can a expose big area it if you've in the got game. a good kicker sort of thing. I guess. Eh? Yeah. 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 Righto. Well, this week, Jerry, uh, we roll into the NRL uh, Indigenous round, which is uh, is always well celebrated. I think uh, straight off the top of our hat, boys, can you can you think of either your great Indigenous greatest in, Indigenous player, the guys you like to watch? I've or, got my or, team here. You got a team. I've got a team. Barnsley's yes. come prepared. I love this. My, okay, uh, rattle off your team. Rattle off. No, your team. Well, you go. What do you go? Mate, I'm just. I, I don't have a team. I, I don't have every position. Obviously, it sucked for me because. The only team I go for is New South Wales. So, to me, the best player, Indigenous player I've ever seen, probably played for Queensland, and that's Jonathan Thurston for me. Just mm. watching the amount of games, he, I, I probably watched him the most, and, and Greg Inglis, they'd be my two. But you've got, you got to look at, like, Artie Beetson and Mal Meninga, yeah. Stevie Ranoff. Like well, Mal, Mal, Mal actually Matty doesn't Bowen. qualify nah. because he's Papua New Guinea. Yeah, so, oh, just sort yeah. of, that, that we all think Mal... Um, was indigenous, but I'm pretty sure, yeah, Papua New Guinea. No, you're, but you're correct, Barnsley. But yeah, look, mate, there's some absolute crackers. So rattle off your team. Rattle off your team. Let's go. You Come go. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, I've named this as a side I reckon could win today. So I haven't named guys like Eric Sims. Okay. I'll name him as my coach. Yep. Okay, because right he changed up. the game. Do you know he kicked 88 field goals or something I, I in do his know career? That. Yep. Changed yeah. the field goal rule. Yep. Used to be worth. T- you go, Jared. Tell us the stats there, mate. Oh no, it's brilliant. He, his his record was just amazing. Yeah, but he Very still held the point scoring yeah. record for like forty nine years. Wow. Yeah, yeah. until yeah. um, I think it was Jay, Jay, was it JT that passed him first, Jason Taylor, maybe one of them anyway. But he took, he, he had it for ages. He's a fullback for the Bunnies in all their premiership winning teams. But anyway, I've named Greg Inglis at fullback because he's the most he's the most talented eighteen year old I've ever seen. Yeah, you can't you can't argue with that. Yeah, he was a freak. Uh, I've named. Latrell isn't there in his career when you think about yet of what he, but the potential of what he can be is just next level. So I've named him at left wing, um, left footer as well. Left wing. Yeah, yeah. Because I couldn't leave out Steve Renoff, mate. The Pearl's yeah, your yeah. left centre. Got to have him. Yeah. Unbelievable, mate. The Pearl um, in all those great Broncos teams. Right centre. I've gone Justin Hodges. Yeah. Big body, best run, best runner out of dummy half I've seen in the game, um, and he was a winner. So wherever he went. Teams usually did pretty well. Uh, right wing, this is an interesting one. I went for a big body. I went Wendell Saylor. 
Yeah. Cross codes, um, what he did in both games. And he was enigmatic, mate. People wanted to play with Wendell. And he was a big body. He'd thrive in today's game still. How many test matches did you play with Wendell? I didn't play any with Wendell. He, he, you um, missed him. He uh, had a good night out on a Wednesday oh, night. Oh, that's right. That's Prior right. To, but I played, yeah. <laughs> I played my first game for Queensland. It was for his first game for New South Wales uh, oh. in rugby union. I'll tell you what, the crowd that night was, uh, was into it. But Dell, mate, he's an entertainer. Yeah. He was like, what Latrell does now with a crowd, Wendell was doing that, you know, yeah. big time back in the day. So, um, yeah, I had to have him. I went Laurie Daly at six. Five, yep. Uh, natural winner, JT Thurston. He's the he's the greatest competitor I've ever seen in terms of competing on every play. Not the most talented, but geez, he's a competitor. Uh, prop and captain, Arthur Beetson. Yeah. Just so influential. He, he made origin. Uh, hooker, well, I could have gone Mal Cochran, but I went Preston Campbell. I had to find him in my team. Prezi gets a start. I, I had love to, that. I had to put him in my yeah, team. Yeah, Just a that. great on and yeah. off the Did field. Did he come up with the Indigenous All-Stars? Was that his concept? That yes. It was yeah. his concept. Yeah. Yep. yep. So it has to be in there somewhere, yeah, mate. And sure. played for a multitude of clubs. Did well. Uh, other prop was big Sam Bacco. I hope he's resting up and getting better because he's been crook. Uh, Fancy Johnny Sattler didn't get a start. Johnny wasn't Indigenous, mate. Uh, I think he is. I'm not sure. No, he's, not. he's not. He's, he's not. more Italian, well, uh, mate. Fox, Fox talked about it last night, but they yeah. were... Yeah, made a complete stuff up. Oh, okay. So it's totally incorrect. Okay, good. Yeah, so, yeah. so I'm, I'm waiting for Jared to... You, Jared, you let me know where I'm missing here, mate, when I get to the end of it. But on Sam Bacco, um, yep, other prop. Gordon Tallis, um, left edge... Oh, sorry, right edge back rower. Uh, raging bull, scary human. Um, and a great fella. Good to me. Uh, Sammy Thiday played a lot with Sam. Have Sammy grew there. up with him, and uh, obviously at the Broncos there. Great fella, great player. Uh, this is a different one. I had to get him in my team. He's one of the most silkiest ball players ever to play the game, and he made others better. And that was Cliff Lyons. So I've put oh. him as my lock. Yeah, Cliff down the middle in today's game, just like playing like Isaiah Yo. I reckon he'd be pretty handy. Um, Mate, I, I'd be surprised if Cliffy's still not playing in the Manly A grade. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think I'll Get him I in think, next to Cherry Evans. I think yeah. he is, Cherry. Yeah. Oh, mate, I was, 14. Um, look, this is a hard one because it's hard for me to not pick Chuck Mundine for all that he's done, but I've actually gone with Cody Walker. I reckon mm. I haven't seen in the game today there's not a more instinctive player than Cody Walker. So freak. He is a genuine freak for me anyway. Um well, this is a hard one. I got either Greg Bird or Wade Graham, but I'll go Greg Bird. Tough, played a lot of Origin footy. Um, five man, five. I think four or five men in the matches. He's in Origin. Yeah, yeah, he was tough. I got on Rambo Ronnie Gibbs mm. at sixteen. Uh, we need someone who's got an engine and can go all day. And Ronnie was as mad as they come. He's still doing a lot of great work out at Dubbo and Barora and all those areas out there with all the junior kids. And seventeen, I've gone with a guy who I reckon. Until I met Taniella Tupo, is the most powerful human I've ever come across. Taniella Tupo's got him covered in spades, but this guy's Carl Webb. So uh, unfortunately, yep. Carl's yep. got motor neuron now, yep. and um, is a shell of the body he used to be. But good human, mate. And eighteenth man. Um, oh, this is hard, mate. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just going to make Eric Sims my uh, my coach anyway for what he's done in the game. There you go. That's my team. Who would you have different, Jared? Oh, I think it's a bloody outstanding team. Beric, you've done some amazing work there. Uh, just to highlight some of those, I mean, Arthur Beeson's, uh, you know, my my uh, my greatest. Uh, I uh, was lucky 
I'm a little older than some of the people in the room here um, to see Arthur play. Um, go back and watch his highlights. The man was just an absolute legend. Went on to do enormous years of development, coaching, back into development. We all know about what he did to come back and make Origin what it is. Uh, he's an absolute standout for mine. And some of the names you mentioned are just you know, amazing footballers. I mean, Inglis, you know, where do we put Laurie Daly? Um, mm, yeah. You know, uh, you know the, the Pearl Renouf, I mean, you know, there was a... Vonnie uh, Sampson did a little special on uh, NRL uh, Fox this week, and it's just a great interview. The guy's an absolute gentleman. Isn't it what, Jared? That was a great interview by Vonnie. And um, she's yeah, good at yeah. those ones. Yeah, she is. Really People good. don't know he, he suffered with um, diabetes too. He had an yep. EpiPen his whole career, mm. the Pearl. So, well, yeah. and, you know, I mean, Vonnie's an absolute talent to start with. And, and, and you know, to, to pull out some of the gems that she did from him and some of the storytelling, you know, he was an incredibly shy uh, fella. And Wayne Bennett brought out the absolute best of him. And as a left centre, um, we all remember some of the straight lines and the tries that he scored, but his footwork, uh, his, his skill. I mean, another one that was in, in that realm, you know, Steve Ella. Really. Yeah, great point, yeah, mate. The, he was a hard leave out. Yeah. I had him on my and, notes. And, uh, and the other one I'd raise is Matty Bowen. Yeah, great point. Yeah. I mean, Steve Ella won four premierships. He played for Australia, played for New South Wales. Um, absolutely Fred. amazing he was, in, I mean, he was in Wally size. I know. Yeah. Fred. That's all they take. Get it to Ella. Yeah, the zip zip man. Get it to Ella. <laughs> someone, <laughs> someone get it to Ella. Yeah. yeah. So uh, if we just sign well, off well, on that one, well, Jared, who, who's your favorite? Jared and Barnsley, because you didn't name them, but who's your favorite Indigenous player? If you have to pick one. You go, Jared, first. Oh. You. Oh, for me, it's Arthur. Arthur Beats. Mm. I think yeah. that's one of the main reasons Wally went to Para. It is. He's, he said that on our podcast. Yeah, remember? Because yeah. yeah. uh, Artie was there. Barnsley, who's uh, your favorite? Hard one, mate. I look. I, JT for Jonathan Thurston for as a, a kid. If you wanted to say a role model of how to play football, that's a guy I'd go to. And for just pure, pure talent, the best I've seen was Greg Inglis. Yeah, yeah. My I, my memories like of JT when they played like getting to the um, grand final against the Tigers when him and Baum were just. And was it Jason Smith that played that? Like they, yeah, he had a little stint yep. there. Just, yep. but just yep. how off the cuff they played. They mm. just play. It was entertaining. I can remember it clearly. Like some of the stretches of games they had to get there. Yeah, they just dismantled the side. They just he just get it to Bowen. Bowen step fifteen guys and get it back to Thurston. and he'd do another cutout pass. Bang. Well, mate, I got to play with Matty Bowen. It was one of the real treasures. We played in a Presidents uh, thirteen game. We played Papua New Guinea and Townsville. And I was just one of the young guys that happened. They only had 13 players. So it was a few of us young blokes got to start with, with Australian 19s team. Yeah. And um, I remember one of the boys, I think it was Brett Kamali, made a break in play. And I'm, I'm playing dummy half and I'm thinking, oh, I'm going to get there. And, mate, by the time I thought about getting there to put the speed on, Matty Bowen had passed me, run 10 metres, and was getting it next to the fullback to score under the post. And I went, holy shit. That's I've never speed. seen someone with that speed off the mark. And it that, was incredible. And then probably the other memories is like, this that dragon side with Nathan Blacklock 
and Monday yeah, in '99, yeah. like yeah. just entertaining, like and all the stuff they do after they score a try, yeah. flips. I, I think I've said it before on the podcast, but there's that many it, guys you leave out. Like I'm, I went through the list and I'm thinking David Peachy, um, oh. you know, Scotty Prince, what he did at the Tigers in yeah. those yeah. Premiership yeah. years, like mate, as a halfback, he was a brilliant player and an organizer. Mm. Um, He's one of the few people that Wayne Bennett has said I was, I was unhappy. Yeah, he didn't want to lose. Yeah, Yeah. lose him. Yeah, Yeah. because he was at the Broncos, wasn't he? For a while, I was at ANZ Stadium the day he broke his his leg. leg. I was way up in the top of the grandstand. You know, ANZ, it's a long way away from the footy. Man, Scotty went to kick a ball on the fifth and last, and his leg wrapped around one of the players, and it went off like a gunshot in the stadium. Like you could hear the crack all the way, and then his leg just went like you know that big floppy kickboxes type stuff. So he came back from that, went to the Tigers, and um, won obviously won the premiership. And and you forget the Titans. The only year they made a preliminary final was yeah. when Scotty Prince and Matty Rogers and Preston Campbell were the halves combination. So oh, wow, yeah, there you go. Well, and guys, here's one from a blast from the past. I mean, what about Andrew Walker? I mean, oh, oh yes, yeah, only only a few years ago he was still playing first grade rugby union in the Brisbane competition. Wow. Yeah, and. Just absolutely. How old? He'd be what, 45? No, mate, we played against yeah. him in the 10. So that Brisbane tens comp in that heat. When you were playing for Panasonic. Yeah, we yeah. didn't play against him, but Walks was playing. He was 44 for the Brumbies, <laughs> and he was still, he was their best player. Yep. yep. He was a freak. And Eddie Jones will say, like, he obviously talks about George Smith as probably the greatest player, you know, what he, he coached in terms coach. of rugby, but he, he'd say Andrew Walker, other than the Ellers, oh, would be right up there. Yeah. Well, Phil Gould says the same. Phil Gould says of all the players that I coached or had an involvement with, uh, Andrew Walker would be in the top two of the most talented players I wow. ever mm. coached. And where did he yeah, grow up? Where, where, was the, where was... He played a lot of footy at the Roosters. Prior to that, he was yep. at... Is he a Brizzy, Saints. Brizzy boy? Was he was Saints? at... Uh, uh, did he play for the Dragons? No, I... Yeah, I, th- yeah. I think he might have come Yeah, Dragons, and he had a, lo- a long time at the Roosters. But he's up in Ipswich yeah. now. That's yeah. where he sort of lives Is that now. where he's from? Or? No, I don't think so, no. Walks. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not fully sure. I'm pretty sure he's a New South Welshman. Yeah. yeah. Um, right. Well, let's uh, before we get on to uh, what's going on around the NRL, let's roll into this week. Uh, Jura, we've got a big game um, starting off. Uh, Broncos-Panthers. Um, can the Broncos bounce back from uh, the storm last week down in Melbourne? And... Panthers really rolling into some good form. Well, guys, uh, uh, if ever there's a good bet this weekend, I thought that the uh, Broncos were to start tonight. I, I personally just think the market has uh, got this wrong, very different to where I ended up with the line. Well, you know, the Broncos until last night were eight and a half start. Now seven and a half. I'd still take a seven and a half. I'm well under four between the two of them. And there's been a massive market move here because Reynolds is out. Listen, I've I've uh, you know certainly handicapped the game with him out and a very, very significant out. We know how good he is. But the Broncos sit on top of the table, they've got eight wins. I know there's ifs and buts about the um, the officials last week in the Broncos Storm game, but I actually thought that was one of the best offerings the Broncos have made this year, even though they came away losers. I thought there was a lot of quality in mm. their attitude. I thought their defence, very physical. Um, you know, they're probably third or fourth best defensively on the table at the present moment. And we go back home where their record has been outstanding and we've got a home team getting seven and a half start. I just think the market's way too wrong. A lot of respect for the Panthers, but... 
I don't think this is the Panthers team that won the competition last year. We know about their changes. They've now also lost uh, the big front rower off the bench in uh, uh, Lenu, who Lenu. I think is yeah. a, a, a significant out. He's the one going with um, this next year, isn't he? Yeah. Really? yeah. Yes, he is. Yeah. Um, he's a significant out for them and weakens them further. And um, no doubt that their defence is still top order. If they get a side that lays down like the Roosters did, you know, they'll just pull you apart and rack up the points. But, you know, they've done that three times this this season. But um, of their losses, three of them have been when they've been on the road this season. They go up into Brisbane. It'll be a full house there tonight. Uh, I think the Broncos will be smarting off last week. I give the Broncos a huge chance. I actually think the Broncos can win. I just think they've got an edge around some speed and skill that if they can break open here and smarting off that last week, yeah, I'm with the Broncos at the it's plus seven and a half. I game. think is a, a mm. big start. I think they can win. Yeah, cracking game. Talking Me. about good fullbacks, Reese Welsh. Oh, fuck, he horrifies me coming up for Origin, and they're going to. Well, he won't start. Will he? He'll probably go with Pong, Ponga. Your, your man will be the st- starting fullback. Don't you think? Well, I Nights. think. Well, I think after Kalen's game on the weekend, yeah. Kalen was special. Yeah. Mate. Oh, he had, that's like, scored bit. a try and had three try assists. Oh, and, and the kick for Frizzy yeah. in the yeah. first and, half. And more importantly, his defence was better yeah. this week. So, look, I, I, don't, I don't know. It's a hard one for Billy because he hasn't been playing fullback either. So, but class players in those arenas. Kalen's a big game player. Uh, I, I just think Billy will stick thick because of the Queensland way as well. He won the, yeah, ga- he won the game in the last game last year. He, Hunt. mate, he did. He was acceptable. Well, him and Ben Hunt, him yeah. and Ben Hunt, really were yeah. a level above. So, yeah, that was one of the greatest wins I've ever seen. That last third Origin. So, I think you've got to pick and stick, and I think Billy will. Fuck. Here we go, Woody. Uh, righto, let's move on to Ravenos. Ravenos Eels. We'll get to State of Origin in a little bit, Jared. We've got a Queensland. Very happy Queensland. Fuck, sitting on he's the acting here. like it was fucking oh, climbing Mount Everest. Fuck fuck it, it, it was like Everest. Hey, 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 Ravenos Eels. We'll get to State of Origin. Jared. You'll need, you'll need to put those two on the, either side of the room when we get there. Hey. <laughs> Ravenos Eels. Uh, I, I'm very keen about the Rabbits here. I, I think they're clearly becoming the benchmark at the competition. Uh, I was cautious last week and suggested that off the back of their very strong form, I thought it was a week where they might just have a little bit of a letdown. Um, yeah, they only led 6-0 against the Tigers. The Tigers didn't even come up with a point against them. They went away in the second half to win by 20 to nil. I don't think they ever got out of second gear. If ever there is a team that represents the Indigenous theme, it is mm. the South City Rabbitohs. Mm. Uh, they will be up for all money this weekend. Um, Parramatta, I think they're a mid-table team. They're not going to make the eight. They struggle when they play against these teams at the top of the table. Um, and this is one of them. And, you know, consistently they keep leaking points. They're still missing Lane and Campbell-Gillard. They get Moses back, come off a loss in Cam- uh, against Canberra down in Canberra. But I think that there's a gap between the two of them. I thought minus eight and a half uh, was a nice play. I do like the Rabbits. And can I just suggest... For any listeners that are happy to put some money aside and bet longer term, um, I've had a couple of key bets this week. I've backed the Rabbitohs to win the minor premiership. I think they're an absolute standout. Um, I've done a, uh, a re-rate of all of the games through the end of the year. I have them clearly winning the minor premiership. I've also backed them to make the grand final because I think if they end up uh, winning the minor premiership, they'll be sitting in the box seat to then get through to the grand final. And I've also backed them to win the competition at four dollars. And uh, if I was to suggest some staking, I'd be having something like um, um, 
you know, if we call it a unit, so seven or eight units on uh, the Rabbitohs to win the minor premiership, which is around $2.10 at the moment. Uh, if they win that, as I su- suggest they will, that then covers your stake to back them to uh, make the grand final and win the competition. So all over the Rabbits. Um, I think it's the first time for a while. We were talking uh, with Wally Wynn about this the other night. I don't know, Brad Arthur looks like he's under the pump. I like The NRL is brutal on coaches, but he really looks like he's feeling it in the last couple of games, his press conferences, the way he's talking to the media, his body language. To me, he looks like somebody is really stuck a... Has he done... I, I, I don't know if he can go any more with him. He got him there. Well, they re-signed him. They extended last year. So he's, he's been one of the coaches who, like, realistically, kind of a, they've stuck thick with yeah. when, at times... He was pretty poor. You know, they were poor. Yeah. And it's hard for him because, like, you know, last year they obviously went to a grand final. I think I don't think we see the real Brad. I think we only saw glimpses of the real Brad Arthur and what he must bring to the table behind the scenes when they did a few um, documentary kind of things before the grand yeah. final last year. And you saw off the field how big an influence he and his wife have over those team and the boys and yeah. the families. And so I get the reason why they all want to play for him. So it's deeper than just the press conferences yeah. and I think the stuff you just see. So, um, Is he look, tactically got what it takes, do you think? I don't, I don't know. Um, but that, but that's the point of putting people around you yeah. if you don't. So he's got Trent Barrett there who's, okay. you know, I suppose at attacking, you know, yeah, now, but it's not the attack that's killing them. It's the fan It's their fact that they leak so many points. Yeah. And, and they've lost some key personnel. They have, yeah. Well, I, I just suggest that... Um, I thought they were very lucky to make the grand final last year. I thought the Cowboys absolutely murdered. Yeah, they game. fucking so, yeah. yeah so true. that pro- that probably inflates their season. Um, I also thought they came through a very soft draw last year that got them into the position that they did. Um, he's been there what nine or so years now. I, I think uh, you know I've got a lot of respect for him as a coach, but I I just wonder whether he's actually now squeezed the lemon a little bit as much and as far as he could go. The other problem at Parramatta is that. Unfortunately, Brad doesn't get the final say over his list, and Who a does? number of the con- Mark O'Neill, uh, Mark O'Neill, really? their football manager, yeah. and that's what they and the two of them, have, the two of them have, have clashed a lot over the last three years. Um, you know, Brad was uh, ropeable about a couple of the losses that they ended up with, um, with Marnie and um, Papali and the like last year. And you know, if they'd kept those plays into this season then I certainly think that they'd be back in the top six and they'd be going much, much better. So, yes, yeah. it's easy to single out Brad, but, you know, I don't know that... I think he's actually overachieving with the list that he's got and been left with. Um, but they've got a lot of money tied up in their six, their seven and their one, which then leaves you so much less to be spending elsewhere. And, you know, their yeah. two big front rows are on big coin. Um, you know, uh, Wagga Blake is on enormous money for a guy who's now playing New South Wales Cup and clearly they want to trade out of him. So, yeah, a lot of question marks there. I think they need to shake up their list a little bit into next season. Uh, really good test for the Knights this week, uh, Jared. Uh, I think they've been they've been a surprise to me anyway um, versus Sharks. Uh, Sharks, as we touched on on Monday, their good's really good and their bad's really bad and the differential is quite large. Um, they looked well, they, to have that game well and truly under control last week at half time and let uh, let the Sea Eagles back into it. Exactly right. Uh, and, and the Knights will be giggling here because this game is being played at Coffs Harbour. So how good is it for the Knights to just jump on a bus up the road to Coffs Harbour to be playing the Sharks who have got to come from Cronulla 
Um, it'll be a dry track. It'll be open. Listen, there'll be if there's not 50 to 60 points in this game, I'll give up. And um, we've got two teams that um, have their moments in defence and and can shut off and love to play with the football. And so I think we'll see a really open entertaining, attacking game. And that's the question mark about the Sharks. I've been saying for weeks, they have these periods in a game where they just defensively turn off, get lazy, get complacent, blokes just go to sleep. And, um, you know, they should have won that game by 30 points at Brookvale last week. The, the Eagles were very, very poor. Uh, they were in complete control at 20-2, to two, yet in the last five minutes, at 20-14, uh, to 14, it nearly ended up into golden point time with uh, with. The Eagles having a lot of ball on the line um, and threatening the, the final result. Uh, the Knights, listen, it was a very good bounce back. Um, I think clearly the game against Parramatta, a lot of guys probably had their eyes on having a week off. They were very poor. Uh, in the weeks prior to that, they'd been very, very good, uh, very plucky. I mean, they stretched Penrith and, and realistically should have beat Penrith. Um, they had some nice form, especially when they had a lot of key outs. They've got a lot of those guys back. Off the bye, freshened up. Uh, I thought they came out of half time last week really well. You know, they put four tries through the Titans, led by Kalen. Um, I thought uh, quite a number of uh, key guys stood up for key moments. Um, they bring that sort of football to this week, and if that's the sort of form that they can maintain into the coming weeks, then they just give this game a huge shake and can win. Um, I thought the Sharks just, the eight and a half start for the Knights for mine is just way too big, especially on a neutral ground and especially when it looks like it's going to be you score, I score and a game of touch footy. So I'm with the Sharks. I'd back the Knights at the eight and a half and listen, it's 46 and a half as the total points. If there's not 50 to 60 points I give up, I thought the best bet of the weekend was to be backing that. It's a fair point. Hey, can I just confirm to you that all this bullshit about the whole team going to Bali, one player it was went. Bradman Best. Bradman Best went to get. Correct. He's got a really good Correct. tattoo artist over in, over there in Bali, he's had some and he work needed done to on fix that leg. it up. Yeah, it wasn't his leg. It was actually his his arm. He got it all all sorted, and and the physio went over there with his wife for three days. So for all you peanuts out there claiming that the whole well, team went to Bali, even Joey jumping, I'm like, come on, guys. Yeah, but but, 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 who, research. but yeah, but who uh, who touched on it? You know the the the, organi- the, the media organisation this week that has one of their members in court oh, that, yeah. we've, that we've, we've read nothing. Yeah. Like he, he's, he's out the front of the courthouse yesterday doing interviews after he's been in court and the only media organisation that reported on it was Channel 9. Well, news.com, I think it was. No, it wasn't. Well, no, it wasn't. It was just well, that's owned by Murdoch. Ah, uh, wasn't. So in any right. go, you, know, you haven't heard any from Buzz who scrapes up some of the absolute <laughs> bloody grubbiest <laughs> stories ever. Like nothing. Yeah. The focus on the Knights a couple of weeks ago, as Beric says, was just absolute grubby. I mean, you know, maybe that's not what most coaches might have wanted to do with their week off or, or a like. But as Adam O'Brien said in their press prior to uh, that week off, they had planned for that going back in the preseason. They'd already done a plan for their season. They knew what they expected coming up to that bye. He wanted to give them a freshen up. Well, I mean... The guy had every right to sit in his press conference last week and say, I told you so, because they got the freshen up, they came back out, they played at home and went whack against a team that had won two and were going okay sitting mid-table. So, you know, for some of the grubby stuff that was just focused on, I agree with Beric, it was absolute rubbish. Difference there, Jared, is he didn't run the plan via Buzz. <laughs> I mean, buzz signs off on everything. Well, well uh, When's Origin get picked? 
Is it this, uh, it's Sunday. this Sunday? This Sunday. Well, we're yeah. just about oh, to move into Origin. Into so yeah. into Origin. So uh, I don't know. Woody, you go I've, first. I've got stats. I've just been looking at them. <laughs> I'm really pumped up. Okay. So I really was interested to know most man of the matches. Obviously, it's Wally Lewis. Wally, eight. He's got eight. Who's next? Uh, JT, five. No. Nah. Another bloke. Cameron Smith. Cameron Smith, Smith. seven. Oh, seven. The, the ex-referee. Yep. Yeah. He he won a couple. Did of JT them. get five? What JT get? got five. Yeah. Peter Sterling's ha- got four. That's a good. Effort. Langer's got four. Joey's got four. Tedesco's got three. Stewart's yeah. Ricky Stewart's got three. Benny Elias three. Darren Lockyer three. Right. Roll into your selections. We've got the man of the matches. I'm just. Let's just. <laughs> all right. Most games. I just want everyone to know. Most games for Queensland. Cameron Smith, two hundred eighty-seven. <laughs> no, nah, forty-two. That's amazing. Forty-two eh? games. Considering Mel and Freddie had those great records. Mel yep. had what thirty-one for ages. Just been blown apart by Thurston. Camp. Thurston was uh, second best, thirty-seven. Wow. And then most for New South Wales, Brad Fittler. Uh, Et was second. With uh, so Brad had thirty one, Et had twenty seven, Paul Gallen twenty four, Daly twenty three, Joey twenty three. Hey Woody, mm. uh, have you got the stat there on the most uh, Origin wins in the last fifteen years? For for player per player, no uh, for team. teams. Teams, yeah. Um, it's Queensland two hundred and ten to New South Wales yeah. three and a half. <laughs> I thought we were getting there. Right, our selections, Woody. Come on, spit Oldest it out. Oldest player, Petro Simonasiva, <laughs> Petro thirty six. What a legend. Years old, 73 days. Youngest player, Benny Eichen. Yeah, most still win. the youngest, Benny Eichen. Most wins as a player. Who got it? Uh, oh, JT. Nah, come on. Stop forgetting Cameron Smith. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah got yeah. every fucking 27 yeah, wins. Mate, what, that's what people say. There's that great stat out there at Cameron Smith. So Cameron Smith, what was he the best at? Was it passing? No. Was it running? Nah. It was just putting things above his head. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> he was the greatest winner oh, of all time. Mate, is that a Queensland quote? He's won more games than uh, Woody. Can we have your side? Then like what? New ET, South Wales. Yeah, <laughs> ET played twenty-seven games. He's won twenty-seven games. <laughs> Nearly won more than any New South Wales player. That's awesome. This is all in the past. Can we have your side? I'm just giving stats. Okay. Woody, Woody, you know what's going to happen here, mate? You're going to go through this side. You're going to tell us all about New South Wales, and then we're just going to head down to the tab, and we're going to back Queensland. All right. So here we go. Quick side for New South Wales. Yes. Pull back, and I'm a little hesitant at the moment. I'm hesitant on him. Two, Tedesco. I'm I, actually, I actually haven't selected him. Yeah, of course you'll you haven't because you're cockroaches. No, no, no. I, 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 I like the fact that when you get to rep side, you pick guys in form. And for me, the guy that I would pick is Dylan Edwards. Yeah. But anyway, I'm going to go. So it's my Tedesco team. Tedesco will get picked. Of course he will. Tedesco. I'm going to go Tedesco. Um, I'm going to go on the wing. I'm going to go Graham on the wing. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get him in there on the wing. Centers. Centers next to him, playing off him, is going to be another big body. It's going to be the trail. Okay. Other side, my little flying mullet, Brian Tottock. He's on the wing. Yeah. Who's uh, your other centre? My other centre at this stage of the game is Turbo until proven otherwise. Would you select him, Bunty? Yeah. Yes. Would yeah. You? He won't He's, be picked. You don't reckon? Why won't not? Be picked. No, no, he won't be picked. He's, oh, hang on. He's out of, out of form. We've got a selector here. Who's going to be picked, Jared? Uh, uh, it'll be uh, Latrell and Graham in the centres or... Well, Graham and Crichton will be on one edge, and either of them will be centre, and the other will be winger. Oh, and Latrell and Latrell and, and to- uh, on the other side. I and actually, Turbo will not be picked. I just spoke with um, is it James Hooper, and I just hot off the press. Joseph Marno is signed <laughs> for New South Wales, so we've got new- Joseph Marno now as the centre. No. Okay, who's your five eight? Five eight. Um, I want Nico Hines, but I think they're going Fluau. 
Um, obviously Cleary at seven. Uh, nine, I want Cook. Um, so I go. I, I reckon you got to get Coruscant in there. I'm gonna have Coruscant. I'm gonna get Coruscant off the bench. It's one of the reasons I'd have. Calm down, you guys all asked me to tell me my team. Yeah, no, fair so go. Keep going. going. So, sorry, sorry. Calm sorry, down. James. Okay. <laughs> Front row. Um, we're a little bit short at the moment because Trebojevic is up and down. We don't know what he's doing, and so is Campbell Gillard. I'd have one of those, like either those two, pending injuries. Junior Paulo off the bench with Payne Haas in the start. Campbell Gillard on the bench. I've stuffed that up. Yeah. Um, Isaiah Yo's yeah. 13. Second yeah. row, I want Cameron Murray and Liam Munn. I need a fucking lunatic in J- there. Yeah, good. Jakey, Jakey Travojevic doesn't get a start. He does pending injury. He'd okay. be in the front row with Payne Haas, right. I reckon. Yep. It's a good side. Bro. It is a good side. And then um, a couple other lunatics. I, I wouldn't mind that manly guy with the cool last name. Um, Olakawatu. Olakawatu. Yeah, he's a beast. Mm. And he whacks. I, I want yeah. someone coming off, not so much to to line break. I want well, some you've got workers in your starting pack. So yeah. you need guys who I want someone balance that, that out a bit. Barnsley, mm. question for you. Would you pick Nico Hines or Lula? Um, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Can you just give us your football <laughs> IQ? So or, or, or if you didn't, if you pick Lula, if you went Cleary Lula and say Appy, would you have Hines on the bench? Would he be in your 7 0? He's in my 17. Okay. Well, I don't think... Yeah. I, I, I Luai, Luai either starts or he, he's not in my team. Whereas I'd pick Nico. Yeah. Nico can either start or he can cover your 14. Yeah. Right. So, can we have your Queensland side? No way. But there's um, one other person yeah. that I didn't bring in. And it, if I could get him in, the last guy on the bench would be Crichton. But I don't think he is ready yet mentally. But he was the best player. He was one of the best forwards in the World Cup. So, Angus Crichton. Yeah. Just, yeah. Just, just, just adding to that, those New South Wales mentions, I mean... It, New South Wales have got uh, four guys that have got key injuries all out yeah. of form at the moment. Yeah. So, you know, Tom, Tom won't get picked. Addo Carr will not get picked. Yeah. Uh, Lenu wow. is out clearly with inju- injury and Campbell Gillard is out with injury. Yeah, so all of a sudden there's force. four guys who yeah. potentially would have made the 17. Um, I agree with Beric about Appy and he's the incumbent and Fittler loves incumbents. My, my worry about Appy is I don't like the way – that he's being asked to play and coached to play at the Tigers at the moment. I think it's turned his style of game upside down. I, mean, I think his best was rolling off a little bit of room with some big boys going forward at Penrith, and then he, he stepped forward out of dummy half and and brought players to him that then put people through holes mm. or into space. Now, what he's doing at the Tigers is he's being asked to run sideways with these stupid dummies um, and it's just completely dumbed down his game. But, you know, I think it's a toss-up who goes to nine for mine. Where I'd go with Cook, um, yep. and I'd have Nico Hines at 14, and Nico Hines can either then play at nine, he can come on and play at 13, or he can play uh, anywhere in the back. Yep. Um, I think the seven and six pick themselves. I think the key is what he does off the bench, because um, I'd suggest... You know, Jake probably has to play this weekend. I'm, I have reached out to somebody. I still haven't heard whether he is or isn't playing. Uh, in the mix, you've probably also got Daniel Safidi and Hudson Young. Um, I don't mind Hudson Young. Hudson Young's a lunatic. I want like a couple of people that might kidnap someone <laughs> or fucking hold a plane ransom. I need one. Of, Liam Martin's definitely one of them. But but we've, got, we've got Corey Horsburgh anyway, yeah. and that fiery redhead's going to yeah. cover whatever no, you've I like got. Other, I, I like the other fucking Shetland, the Shetland bull. What's oh, his name? Ruben Cotter. Ruben Cotter. Yeah, he's a, he's a beast. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, Barnsley, yeah. what, what uh, do you reckon they'll pick uh, Ruben Cotter? Uh, sorry, Horsburgh? Uh, uh, oh, but I no. think it's fun, but probably not. But I think they'll have him in the squad yeah. just to get a taste of it all. He may play game two or three, Jared. I don't know. We're depending on injuries. Oh, and listen, stuff. I, I think he's. I think his form in the last six weeks has been absolutely outstanding. He's been the best forward for the Raiders. And a couple of weeks ago, he just absolutely uh, killed them in a game. I think that was against the Bulldogs um, and against the the Dolphins. I think he was really good against the Dragons. Yeah. Right, what about? Um, I mean, uh, the, the the key question for New South Wales is, you know, they've got to come up with something that's a little bit different to where they were last year. And um, I don't know that they've got a coach that's prepared to take some of that risk. Well, and I was about to say, that, other... won't, that won't happen under the current coach. Why is all well, so negative? Other... Like, I don't, I don't last think year, like, let's look at it. No, you didn't have a trail I... and you didn't have turbo. I don't, think he's been, I don't think he's been good from the start. I've said it from the start. I don't I, rate him as a coach. My, my, so my yeah. frustrations with the coach are... Two players that bring the team up and the spirit of New South Wales. Ado Car. Mm. And I reckon um, Jake Trebojevic. Yeah, they weren't yes, even picked. Yeah. And then yeah, our best yeah, cool. player in game one didn't even get a go for Jack, Crichton. Jack, Jack White. Or that Talanecki peanut. Like they just brushed Whiten. Talakite. Yeah. They just brushed him. Like, Whiten's so, a good origin player, mate. Oh, Sorry, who's that? Whiten is a very good origin no player. No shit. Yeah, well, he's unavailable, so, but yeah. yeah the frustrations is. are around hey, that with the coach. he wasn't in that third game. I just feel like you've got to bring that. That my passion. Okay, so if he's not the coach, then who is? Uh, for for New South Wales, yeah. who would I have back? Yes. Or who would I have? I'd have. Man, I I think I'd. I, I I personally I'd revisit Craig Bellamy. I think I'd, I'd I'd hit up Craig Fitzgibbon. I'd really I'd hit up the Cronulla Sharks. Go, mate. We'll give yeah. you X amount. I know it's a full time job. We'll give you these. We'll give you Joey. A couple other guys to help out Laurie. Craig Fitzgibbon. He's a second-year head coach. I don't get. He's been in the. He's been in the system for twelve years. Yeah, I'd. Yeah, I'd I'd revisit Bellamy when he's done with the Storm. That's what I'd do. Okay. So, can you? Could you? I. I know Queensland are going to win, but could you give us your side? Uh, I don't know. I just think they'll stick basically exactly the same team that rolled out game three last year. <laughs> My f- and yeah, they, it, uh, it does. Jared, can, you, can, you, run us, can you run us through the Queensland no, side no, just but quickly? The matchup, the best matchup for the series, this is the going to be my must-watch matchup for all you listeners out there. Payne Haas versus Pat Carrigan. Fucking two best front rows in the yeah. game. Yeah. Two best, first, probably the two first picked. For each side. Both in good form. Both in good form. Both play for the same team. They'll want the fucking... They'll want the bragging rocks in the dressing room. Yeah, it's how, a good, how, good point. I don't think I've ever seen you so wound office. up, Woody. Fuck, I'm... Just get emotional, <laughs> mate. I fucking... Like, get Craig Fitzgibbon in as, like, the jiu-jitsu wrestling coach and just let him punch on. I don't are know. We, uh, are, we, are we doing a pod, the... Uh, podcast recording the morning after origin one because uh, i can see woody sitting there it'll be like one of those balloons it's that all you're blowing i got up and then you just slowly let the air out it's all i got tigers are shit i went for para they lost in the grand final fuck it's all i got we lost game three we fucking didn't pick right uh, well let's wrap up the nrl jared uh what's the latest on the absolute debacle of the red and white um pretty ordinary uh i don't know turn of events this week hook turns up to training um, ready to go. The players aren't even told. Hook gets called in. He's he's sacked. The players then front the press, uh, not even with the knowledge that their coach had been sacked. It was. It was How uh, do you turn up to training and not get any notification it's like ridiculous. the night before? Absolutely Some of these ridiculous. sackings I've heard lately, like Dave, like you know Dave Rennie's yeah. was poor. There's just there's just so many. It's amateur hour, Barnes. Yeah, absolutely. Like, just amateur have hour. some. Uh, 
These Respect. guys, these coaches put some heart yeah. and soul in it. And whether you think Hook's the right man or not, or whether they deserve it, they deserve to be done face to face, man to man, in a respectful manner. Does that sort of showcase the the, to- the front office and their the of way course it does. their approach? Oh, well, yeah. no, it's, it's their boardroom. Yeah. yeah, their boardroom, absolute incompetent boardroom, and it's split down the middle because of their joint ownership. So you've got one side which is the guys from uh, Win. The other side, which is, you know, the, most of them are cronies left over from the Dragons, headed by Doust. Um, and that's been all the crap that's been going on in the background. Um, yeah, I can tell you, they made a decision three weeks ago about um, the fact that it was time for Hook to move on. Uh, and they were going to do that this week after they'd had two weeks away in Queensland when they came up for Magic Ground and then stayed in Queensland and then went up to Townsville. Uh, and lo and behold, they get back and... Um, within 24 hours, you know, Hook, Hook's manager gets called in and a severance is done. And then, you know, the debacle that occurred on Tuesday morning was just embarrassing for a professional, you know, multi-million dollar operation. It was just bloody embarrassing. And then in the background, they've just been arguing about whether uh, they all vote for Riles or they uh, try and get Hornby over the line. So one side of the board wants Riles, one side of the board wants Hornby. They've been at loggerheads for the last 10 days trying to argue about that. It looks like the Dragon side have now conceded and are prepared to go with Riles. Riles is now being offered a deal. Um, I, his manager his manager must be absolutely giggling. I couldn't believe that the guy's got the gumption to put forward a five-year contract. I mean, we're talking... You know, I, I've got no doubt that Jason looks like uh, a very credible option to step in as coach. And I spoke on Monday with you, Steve, about the fact that he's, he's come through three very good systems with... You know, being in the storm system under Bellamy for many years, prior to that he'd actually coached um, down in Illawarra for two years, so he coached his own team outright, then had quite a number of years at the storm, a couple of years under Eddie, which is clearly a very good uh, mentor and a great system, and then uh, now a couple of years under Robbo. But he's still a rookie coach, stepping into a, a rookie role at a club that's sitting at the bottom of the table with absolute incompetent management. Putting forward a five-year contract is an absolute laugh. But anyway, if I was the Dragons, I'd be saying, here, here you go, son, here's a two-year deal with an option to go to a third year. Should you be performing, either take it or we go and talk to the next guy. Good wrap. Righto, let's move on to uh, the USPGA. It starts tonight. Uh, we've got plenty of live players in the mix. Jason Day won this week. I don't know if you saw that, Barnsley. Great story. Uh, he's come back from injury, um, the passing away of his, uh, of his mum who used to live with him in the US and his family. Uh, lots of the Aussies are in form. Um, just for the listeners out there that like golf, my picks are Brooks Kepka to win it, and I'd be going top 10, Cam Smith, Jason Day, Adam Scott. Good blokes, Brooks Kepka, isn't he? Good, good, good fella. Well, I don't know. Go and watch that uh, doco, Barnsley. But he's playing good golf. Mate, your lack of your arrogance towards not saying anything about the Queensland team. I know. It's, I it's, it's just it's unbelievable, isn't it? Crying to the football gods. It's not even arrogance. It's just like, fuck you, blokes. Just every year you're talking about Okay, so we'll wrap the uh, podcast up right here and there. <laughs> Thanks, Jared. Giddy up. We'll see you on Monday. Why didn't they pick Jack Goodbye. What the fuck? Queenslander. <laughs> Smoke here. We only set fire through the microphones. <laughs>